Hey sisters, did you know that we launched a new podcast? Yep, Undiet, your coaching podcast is now live. This show is dedicated to teachings that will help non-diet coaches and professionals grow their professional skills with intuitive eating, body image, mindset coaching, and also learning business skills with ethics and social justice value. This podcast is the go-to resource for all non-diet coaches and professionals, but it's also for you, the client, that are being coached. If you want more and you're curious on the behind the scene on all things non-diet, this is the place for you to be. We have over 20 episodes ready for you, but we also wanted to share a few on this feed because I know many of our listeners of the Going to Beyond the Food Show are professional and coaches, and you may not know that we have this brand new podcast. So over the next few weeks, we will be sharing weekly clips, teaser format of our new episode. You can also find a full series of episodes, like if you're all in and you're like, this is for me, you can search for On Diet Your Coaching on all podcast platform, or you can come to our website at www.stephaniedoze.com, On Diet Your Coaching. Ready for a teaser of On Diet Your Coaching podcast? Let's do this. That is so powerful because that was the number one question I got from coaches is how do we connect to their experience if I've never been considered fat? Mm -hmm. Don't say you understand it. Yeah, we've learned that. (laughs) (laughs) Because even if you've been doing this forever, you know, like we don't get it like that. That was really insensitive of me, but also I got learned a lot by making that mistake. And I think that's also part of like being in relationship with people and like a coaching kind of experience is like, it can be really scary, but we're going to make mistakes. That's why having uh, mentorship and supervision is really important because then we can learn how to do better, but relying on our clients to like, Hey, can you help me understand what this is like for you? Like just pausing and slowing things down to ask for that kind of insight and guidance. So then you can find out instead of just assuming, just don't assume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say too, like the, the other piece of it. And I'm at Julia, as you were telling that story of, I was thinking of some of my own and yeah, you know, I think the other thing is too, well, you know, first of all, like a lot of certainly dietitians, but I think in the health coaching field in particular, I'm assuming it's similar where a lot of them do have a lot of body privilege and people might be coming to work with you consciously or subconsciously because of the size of your body, because they may have internalized fat phobia. Right. And so we can't help them unless we acknowledge and bring that to the table. And I'm thinking of an example of, you know, back when I had first kind of doing more of the non-diet and the weight inclusive work. And I, you know, the topic of like social media came up when we talked about diversifying feeds and stuff like that. And I had a list of people that I would send as like, oh, here are some recommendations. And who knows how many clients I sent that list to until one said to me, she's like, look, their content's really great. It's been really helpful, but they're all thin white women. 
And I did not see that because of my privilege. Right. And she said to me, and I felt so grateful that she felt like she could talk to me about this. She was like, you know, their content's really great, but there is a part of me that when I see them and I think to myself, well, if I do this intuitive eating thing, then I will look like them. So like that is, is there, whether for her, it like came to consciousness as she was looking at this. I don't know if it was totally conscious before, but that's something that, you know, I do hear that a lot from people. And so that can, you know, maybe part of the reason they're coming to work with you and, you know, part of what we can help them do if we understand thin privilege and like can acknowledge that. And like Julie said, like feel comfortable or at least like start to feel comfortable, like speaking Mm -hmm. about this, then we can really like help them dig into that more too. You know, you bring up something really important talking about that, like thinking about like why it's important to acknowledge thin privilege is because like, we don't want to harm people. And we're going to harm people, but we want to do less harm. And so if we don't acknowledge it, then we are going to cause more harm. And so it's just another reason to address it and acknowledge it and do our own work to unpack it is, yeah, to do that. Because like, same here, Alyssa, with like my list of white providers or referrals, same. I have very similar kind of feedback received and yeah. And, and also reasons people have told me that they came to see me is because of my body was one that they felt like, um, they could trust me because of my thin body and not really knowing what to do with that for a really long time. And not really knowing how to unpack my own anti-fat bias. Like, what does that mean? And if I open this up, what am I going to do with it? And yeah, it's, but I think it's really important to do if we want to prevent harm as much as possible. Yeah. So what do we do with that? When a client mm-hmm. say to us, like, I'm choosing to work with you. There's many provide I'm choosing to work with you because I may lose weight or I may mm-hmm. end up looking like you because look, you're doing intuitive eating and you look like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my go-to has always been, Ooh, tell me more about that. Cause like, there's like probably magical thinking and, and what I want to hear about the promises that they're hoping are going to happen based on how I appear and what starts to, to happen then in the session is unpacking what my body in the room then. And I know that can be really scary as a coach is like, how do I bring up my body? But having that, like, tell me more about that statement is going to bring up your body then. And if you don't want to be the one to bring it up, that statement will bring it up. (laughs) But sometimes you have to be the one to bring it up. But yeah, that right there usually is what does it. So yeah. The tell me more is always great. And I think that leads, right. That leads to like helping them unpack what's behind their desire for weight loss and like all of these things. And yeah, I think the, you know, that usually gets there, but if not like, yeah, you might have to call some attention to like, okay, I'm aware of the fact that I'm in a thin body and that you live in a different body. And like, what is that like for you? And how does that impact our work here together? And like actually having a conversation. And that's something that, again, I'm not necessarily having in like session one, there's like relationship building that has to happen. But yeah, I think that's something that's definitely really important to, to bring up if it's not coming up um, in sessions. Let's go to the power of words, because that's another big concern, discomfort, like what word do I use as a 10 privilege coach or provider to talk about body? Any insight on that? 
Alyssa and I are both looking at each other. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go, first? <laughs> go for this one? <laughs> I know it's a big, it depends. So you can go first, Alyssa. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that there's a difference in talking about groups of people and talking about an individual person's body. So when I talk about groups of people, and this has been something I've like, you know, and language is always changing. So always just to say that first. And these are the things that, you know, I am learning from people in fat bodies and like from the fat activists, like that's who I'm going to like see like language because that's right. That's them. That's not my identity. And so this was actually when I was writing my book last year, this was something that I spoke with one of my equity consultants with um, Lindsay Ashline, who actually speaks a lot. Lindsay's Lindley is a, a fat white woman, but she speaks a lot about thin privilege. And I asked her, I said, you know, I, cause I'd read something by Audrey Gordon of your fat friend saying a piece in a medium article by her saying like, just say fat. And I was saying to Lindley, like, what should I do? Because, you know, I was using like larger body or higher weight. And it brought up this conversation about like, okay, if we say larger weight body or higher weight, larger than what higher than what, like it's still in some ways centering the thin body. So you know, and speaking of groups of people, I am trying, I use a balance, right? Cause then Lindley said, well, if you're using fat, like everywhere, people who haven't, who are still kind of like triggered by that, like that could be really challenging for them. So I ended up in my book and I do this in like my writing and speaking and stuff. When I'm speaking about groups of people, I'll use both larger body or higher weight, but I also make sure I'm saying smaller body, lower weight. So it's not like centering thin as like the quote normal, but also using the word fat, because yes, there's been a lot of negative connotations that society has assigned to it, but it's not inherently a bad word. And many of the, you know, people in the body liberation and fat acceptance space have been like reclaiming that word as a, an adjective to describe their body size, like taking back kind of the power from it and using it can help to start to destigmatize it. So in groups of people, I'll use like a combination of those words and just continue to keep learning. But I think, yeah, when it comes to the individual, that's up to them to decide how they want to describe their body. And so again, I feel like that's Julie, you might have some insight on this, but I think that's again, like a conversation to have with the person. Like I have some clients who have been in whether like the previous kind of like body positivity community or the fat acceptance community, and they've become more comfortable using fat to describe their bodies. But a lot of my clients have not. And so, yeah, that's just something, again, we, we talk about because we never want to assume how someone identifies or assume or like put a label on them. I love, love having this conversation and I'm honored to share this platform with brilliant women from all corners of the world sharing the same mission to build a future for the next generation of women where all bodies are good bodies. So if you want to hear the whole thing, you can subscribe to Undiet Your Coaching podcast on all podcast platform, or you can listen live on our website at www.stephaniedoze.com forward slash undiet your coaching. I'll see you on the other side of the subscribe button.